When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hello and welcome to Arn. This is Paul Bromwell. And today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of that Spawn Buster. He is the 1A tag team wrestlers. He's my tag team partner. He's Arn Anderson, double A. How are you this week, my friend? And an author, right? He's an author. He's a, <laughs> and there's just so many things that your resume is loaded, my friend. That's kind of, that's hard to look at me and go, and, you're, and he's an author. Isn't it? You, you know what? You Maybe you could have like a, one of those curly, like the pipes, like the author. Uh, you need, you could have like, I don't know. We, we need to like maybe dress you up a little bit like an author. I picture somebody. You can, like you can dress me up. You can take any, you can dress me up anything from like overalls to a tux. Yeah. And it's still mag wheels on a dump truck. <laughs> I'm all, I don't know, man. Uh, we watch this flare for the golds. You look pretty styling and profiling with those that tux on. And the end result was I'm just some stiff hanging out on the set, right? Oh man, hey, listen, you do, you clean up well. We, we can ask Erin; she'll tell us. She knows. She she had her <laughs> eye on you. You tell the story in the graphic novel about how you spotted her. I mean, that's for all of us to read. Well, I mean, it's. I'm sure that everybody that's been together for any length of time, that's our listeners, they felt the same way about their missus. Oh, yeah. You got that right. That's a uh, common deal. It's not a rarity. It's just when you see the one, you know it. Well, the cool part is, buddy, all these years later, you still feel that same way about her. And, 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 and that's what I love about you. Such a family man. You got a great support system. Great wife. And, uh, you know, and son who, by the way, will be with you come Waterloo, Iowa, when you get inducted 
into the Dan Gable Hall of Fame. So uh, I can't wait to see not just you, but Brock and Aaron there. Yeah, I, and I'm looking forward to seeing you too, buddy. I mean, yeah. it's we, we never get a chance just to sit down and hang out. Yeah, because yeah. it just seems like there's never enough time during any day. Do you feel that way? Uh, totally. I, I got to come hang out with you sometime this year in Charlotte. I want to come to try a couple of these good food places that you've told me about. I wish you would. You're always welcome, man. That, that'd be great. We're going to do that this year, 2024. That's, that's where I'm going to make it happen. Uh, man, I mentioned the comic it's out. It's being delivered. Uh, this show, uh, will drop on, uh, January the 27th. I didn't even get to ask you before we jumped on here. Is there any upcoming, um, things that you're on your schedule, you appearances, you and Brock will be making as this show drops on the 27th. Wow. You want to make our listeners aware of, uh, well, there's, we have take your time. You can look at, I know your calendar's right there in front of you while you're looking, I'll tell you guys to check out our store. Uh, you can go to, we'll make it easy for you. Go to armlinks.com. That's where you're going to find the merch stores, the horsemen and arm stores. I teased it last week. We've got a brand new hall of fame shirt. That's currently being designed by our man, JD hoop for that's going to be available to recognize Arn. Um, check out the horseman jackets, hats, lots of great merch. By the way, I didn't mention this Arn last week. They have now started a ladies section of Arn merchandise. So it's cut. And ready as far as the merch, the way it's cut for ladies, the shirts, the sweatshirts, and all that specifically fit for. Uh, and we know this show has a lot of ladies that enjoy the yarn show. You got Amy, who we're going to jump into now, Heather, uh, Allison, so many. You can check it out now. And uh, Maureen, who does a great job for us behind the scenes, adding merch to the store, wanted me to make sure I let folks know, let them know the ladies now have their own separate merch opportunities and clothing line out there uh for the orange show so that's pretty cool maureen i never get to thank all the people that i should and you're one that i'm sorry that get, that got left out i'm terribly sorry thank you for coming up with this yes and, for adding that to to the store she does a great job you know and you probably just don't get enough credit and thank you very, very, very much. Appreciate cool, it. Man. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. She, she works hard behind the scenes at a moment's notice. Uh, so very much appreciative to her hard work. Uh, but yeah, ladies merch out there cut for you. Uh, so we're really excited for that. Arn, I don't know while I was doing the shilling, did you happen to be able to see if you have anything coming up? Uh, yes, I have, you know, it's like, I guess it's that way everywhere. Everything's a little bit slow, January and February. Uh, okay. Yeah. I saw you had but, some big stuff coming up in, uh, we were going to Wheeling, what in May for a uh, Russell? Well, I got Oak city, uh, okay. coming up, which is a comic con, which will be on the February, the 23rd, 4th and 5th. Where's Oklahoma, that at? Oak city, Oklahoma, Oklahoma city. Yes. Oh, Oklahoma city. Okay. And that's cool. a, that's a comic con. That's not a wrestling event. That's comic con. Our first time going there in this capacity, Brock will not be with me. He has a, a prior commitment. Okay. But, but, uh, that's probably for this set of tapings enough, but we do, <laughs> it does pick up in March. Business picks up in March, but if you're in Oklahoma City area, look at the Comic-Con. Is it Oak City Comic-Con? Is that the name of it? Um, to be honest with you, 
I should be more prepared. I don't know no, the exact okay. name, but but it's the only one occurring on that day. That's for sure. And you know what? Seven. I'm 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 gonna we're we're just doing it live here, pal. And I want to look, look it up. up. What the hell? I mean, we I, deserve I, to give people the proper information. <laughs> you said it was February 24th through 25th. 23rd, 24th, and 25th. All right, here we go. Fancons.com, uh, 2024. All right, so 23rd, 24th. The, there is uh there is a Comic Con and uh and I can't. There's a lot of Comic Cons. I think it's if if you 23rd must be a move-in day. Gotcha. Let's just go 24th and 25th. The good news is, Arna, we have some time between now and when that Comic Con hits. So we'll we'll make sure that we get all the details. OKC's Pop Culture Con. February 24th, 25th, go to okcpop.com. And uh, Dan Housen will be there, Tony Atlas, and you know who else will be there? Arn freaking Anderson. And, and I know that because I'm on their website right now, okcpop.com. And I'm looking at our man right now, Arn Anderson, the Four Horsemen logos there. And, uh, and that's where they'll find out all the information, okcpop. Dot com and there's a lot of other people that are going to be there as well too. I think my arms are uh, bigger than Tony Atlas's. I'm looking at Tony Atlas's right now, pal, and uh, maybe not, right? Probably maybe, not. Maybe a little work to do, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could. I could get on <laughs> biceps every day, all day, every day, and never even get in the same stratosphere. Tony Atlas is a beast. To Tony this day. Atlas. To this day. <laughs> to this day. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know if the how long ago the picture is that he used of him, but if if you see him out on the circuit, does he and he, does he still he still, still got cool? some pipes? He's still in good shape. All right. Well, That's Arn, I know you still work out every day too. You're you you're 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 still looking pretty good. You're still looking good. Oh, come on, Tom. You don't have to say that. Hey, you're eating that Chef Green, which is uh, Green Chef, I mean, which is one of our new sponsors. And, and so, it's good stuff. That's good. So I had their meal, too, the other night, and it was good. good. Which, which one did you have? I had the uh, Chicken Alfredo. I think it yeah. was the same one that you had. Uh, outstanding. Home run. And, and, and we are, then, we're much appreciative for the uh, guys sending us out. Yeah. A sample, and we're hooked. Yeah, I'm in. We're in like Flint, and this isn't even this is the ad free version, and we're just going off. But guys, it's it's a home run. Check out our social media, Arn social media. He did a video unboxing it, and uh, it's the real deal. So check it out, Arn. Let's get into it. Last week we took a look at April 1994, discussed the Hogan situation in depth. The research guy went crazy, giving me all kinds of great content, and uh, we really talked through that. And then we revisited Flair and Steamboat in that inaugural Spring Stampede event. This week, we're going to take a break, though, and we're going to get into some fan questions. Arn, this is your favorite thing that we do here on the show. Almost. What's your favorite? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me being a smart ass. Oh, I love it. So listen, uh, if you didn't get a chance this round, don't worry. We're saving these questions if you don't hear them on the show. And we'll keep using them because we do that once a month. We continue to ask Arn anything. And uh, as it's become tradition, we don't like to break tradition. We're going to start with the first lady of the Arn Anderson fan club, Miss Amy Vaughn. And she writes, Arn, I recently had a daughter graduate college in December, and I find myself thinking about myself at her age and being nostalgic. 
my question to Arn is, is, have you been going back through your career as you do that each week? Do you see finally why you were so beloved by so many? Undertaker has put you on his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, wrestlers. You know, um, that it's another one of those. I'm just speechless. I made his list for tag team. Yeah. Uh, single wrestler mechanical yeah and Tully and I made the list for of the top four yeah not, the tag not team. knowing mm-hmm. which one we were but doesn't matter tag teams to get those three recommendations from that man I mean I, there's nothing I can say I don't I, I'm speechless to Amy and so, so go ahead well I just just saying Amy I mean it just it's a crazy thing and and I guess it's it's a cliche but it's absolutely true um sometimes you know as the saying goes you you never miss something till it's gone I have gotten more acclaim and more credible comments and kindnesses thrown my way since I've been out of the business a lot more than I had when I was Hmm. was wrestling and it's uh I guess when you start going back and you have someone assess your career that has no ulterior motive, which Taker would not have, uh, it just you just go, wow! You can't. It's it's, it's priceless. It's for I can't imagine when you start to hear guys like Taker talk about you in such a reverential way. It's just got to be goosebumps. Like what, really? I mean, it's just got to be. Well, and he, and he knows how I feel about him, and and I always did uh, nothing but optimum respect for that man. I was, you know, his agent and his producer on various places around the world, and he stayed. He was your go-to guy if you had a question or or anything. He was the guy that had the maturity that I would go to and go, "Hey, this is this is." needs to happen. What would you do on this? Da, 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 da. You know, he was as smart as anybody in the room, if not smarter. And, um, there were a lot of times I would go to him and go, what would you do here? Mm. And, uh, he was so well respected up until this, this moment in time by everybody in the business that, uh, it just, it overwhelms you really does. To Amy's point, you've been able through this podcast to sit back and kind of watch yourself, some of the great promos, some of the great matches and clips. And and, and hopefully, Arn, you've been able to start to understand and see why you are the national treasure that many of us think that you are. We, I really hope you have been able to do that. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know about that, but uh, I don't know. I just, I was the guy that just loved this business and uh, sacrificed, you know, my health, if you really want to look at it properly. But we all do. Every single wrestler sacrifices his health if you stay in this business any time, any length of time. And uh, 
certainly Taker has. And my God, anybody you name that's still around, that's been around 10 or 15 or 20 years, you do sacrifice your health. But I still say this is the most wonderful way to make a living on planet Earth. And I'm so feel so fortunate that I was able to get in this business, become one of the boys and stay one of the boys and uh, still operate and do a job, you know, for the office that was expected of me. But still, there was never a time that I wasn't one of the boys. And I, I'm kind of complimenting myself a little bit, but that's the way I viewed it. And one of the ones that people hold in high regard, high regard, and on a, put on a pedestal, even guys like Undertaker and your peers, and that's saying something. That's saying something about a career, Arn, and you should be very proud of it. So I, I'll just say, and that. I am, I am. Thank you. Good. So good. Thank good. you for everybody out there and all your kind words. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate you. She uh, she goes on and says, what are some highlights of your career that always come to your mind when asked about your career and the wrestling business? Hmm. Well, everybody wants to know who your favorite opponent is, your favorite match, um, you know, favorite promos, you know, the one that stands out as far as promos because it wasn't a promo was the night I said goodbye in uh, Charleston, South Carolina or Columbia, South Carolina, because it wasn't a promo came from the heart. I knew it was over. Uh, I asked for some time from Eric on the show to say goodbye because I knew, you know, circumstances that I told the story a few times where the guy comes up and, smacks me on the back at the gym and goes, Hey man, where you been? I hadn't seen you in a while. And when he did, it was like an electric shock. Went completely down my neck, down to my butt, I guess. And I dropped a a bottle of water I had in my hand. It was just like, I don't even know how to explain it other than that. It just shut my system down. And I went to myself immediately. My conscience said, this guy was about 150 pounds, about five, six. I said, if this guy can get that kind of physical reaction from me, just smacking me on the back, no way I can ever wrestle again. And you know at that point in time that it's over. You, you know. It's not a question or let me go get some reassurance from my chiropractor or my surgeon or whatever. You just know at that point in time days as the rest are over Mm. yeah arm we're going to pause and talk about our favorite sponsor once again this week that's right it's blue chew time and they're here to make sure you're delivering that spine buster putting that spine to the pine every single time the right way and making sure you're prepared to do so and they have a special offer for the listeners of the arn show isn't that right arn arn well, guys, Arn's not around right now. I think he's taking care of business, if you know what I mean. And I want to make sure you have the opportunity to take care of business, too. 
Guys, Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office. We talk about it every single week. No weird conversations. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And remember the biggest perk and benefit of this. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. So listen, go to bluechew.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers. They're just going to ask you a few questions, make sure you're good, your health's in order, and you can take it. And once they verify that, it's going to be at your door within days, all done online, very easy. And if you don't like swallowing pills, no big deal. The tablets are chewable, very easy to consume. So give it a try, guys. Listen, we hear a lot of folks that listen to our show that have reached out to us uh, directly through our show DMs and said, guys, you are spot on with what you've been talking about with Blue Chew. We have a lot of fun with it on the show, but I'm telling you, it takes away the worries, the anxiety, the stress, and helps you perform the way you want to perform, like a Hall of Famer, like Arn Anderson. So there you go. Check it out. BlueChew.com can make sure you're able to perform at your very best every time. You get the opportunity to have fun. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN. That's right. Just those three letters. A-R-N. Check out. You just pay $5 shipping. That's it. BlueChew.com. Promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Once again, go to BlueChew.com for more details and safety info. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Uh, finally, with Brock in the wrestling business, do you find yourself thinking about yourself at his age, how things are similar and how things are so different now? Um, there's nothing similar. Breaking in the business where we're, you know, he's 26 and I don't know exactly how old I was, but it was in 1982. So you can do the math real quick. I was probably, what was a 20? What year were you born? 58. All right. So 60 to 82 is 22. You were 24. 24. And uh, the business was just completely different. I mean, we were, is it, it was a lot less uh, theatrical. It was a lot of the business. Uh, the big bumps, the, the chances that you took back in those days were nothing like these kids do today. Possibility of getting injured is way up, you know, and even though I worry about everybody in the business because the ceiling has been raised so high as far as the bumps, I worry about these kids, male and female, not only just getting dinged up, but getting hurt. You're always going to get dinged up in this business. There's no way to avoid it. But now I worry about watching these kids and getting injured and they're willing to put it all out there for you. Uh, you know, much respect in that capacity, but I just, as a father and, uh, you know, it's not just Brock. I worry about, I worry about basically everybody in the business because the, the ceiling has been raised so high. Sure. 
Makes makes uh, tons of sense. <coughs> Jay, Jay Martin's up next, and he says uh, if there he wants to know if there were ever talks of you returning to the ring in two thousand two with the Undertaker flare angle, and a, like a match match. Yeah, like getting more physical than what you did. No, I think I did enough that it wasn't. Um, nobody threw up that I wasn't suddenly Superman came back from major neck surgery um and the way we laid it out it's like i snuck down there without being seen it was laid out beautifully it really what really was but there was never a situation where they said hey uh you still got those wrestling boots and tights would like for you to work another match what do you think that was never brought up that was never a consideration and And to this day it's not a consideration yeah well, you seem to know your limits too, right? So you know, hey, I can probably give you a spine buster. But after that, that's that's where your limit is, right? Not nothing more. I can rotate the hips. That's about it. I can yeah, and you know, it's what's crazy is I'm 65 sitting in this chair. And if it was important enough or mandatory that I do it, I could still hit one and not not too badly. I'll have to say myself, I can still stick somebody with a DDT or a spine buster. But the fact is, you know, where my neck with the surgery actually got better through time. Now my lower back is the issue. And um, anybody who has low back issues will tell you it's a pain in the ass. It comes and goes. You can lean across the bed and pick up your seven-pound Pomeranian and blow your back out, believe it or not. And and, and as I sit here and record with you, I, I, I do see you move around quite a bit in your chair, and I know that back still is bothering you as we sit here talking. Am I right? You know what's really nuts? It was on the left side Yeah. up until vacation, and, you know, we went down Curacao, and thank God they had stretch balls and that kind of stuff, and I just kind of kept it under control, but now it's moved over to the right. Oh no. <laughs> but it's, it's not a paralyzing thing. I can get through the day. I can still get to the gym and all that, but it's just, you never know when it's going to catch. Yeah. And yeah, you and just suddenly can't straighten up. And, and you got to love a podcast. You, 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 our buns are in the chair the entire time. So it's like, damn. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, I, and I apologize having to move around. Oh, no, 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 you're good. I just know I can, t- it, for me, it's, I, I just feel like, man, I can tell Arn's in pain. Mm. Well, yeah, let me just say this uh, before anybody gets the wrong, the wrong idea. This business is not on me anything. I owe everything, and my family owes everything to this business, and I am not complaining because well, this is this is the yeah. fallout of you know being in the business and being on planes for forty years and being in the ring for fifteen years prior to that and just it's uh it's part of the business and I wouldn't change a thing for any reason. Yeah, I know you wouldn't, buddy. Chandler Anderson, no relation. I don't believe you don't have any Chandlers in your family. I don't think so. That's just a nice name. Chandler. That's kind of like, you know, like aristocratic. 
It is. It is. Maybe he's an author as well. Uh, he wants Maybe. to know if you, <laughs> if you could wrestle any current wrestler. So say neck, back, it's all it's all good shape. If you could wrestle any current wrestler, who would it be? Cody. I love it. The American Nightmare against Double A. Just so I can say, look, you punk. I used to abuse your dad now and your brother, and now it's your turn. Of course, it would not go that way. We know that. But it would be nice to set the mood and set the stage. There's a story there, isn't it? Yeah, you were the coach. He ditched you, didn't he? Well, no, he didn't ditch me. That's I mean, I, they, that, I mean, somebody, they could. You, that could be the story. He was, you know, because somehow that could be my it. twist on it. That's exactly right. That could be I my slant. That. But no, no, I've said said many times. Anytime somebody, I mean, business, this business, guys are constantly, and you see it now more than ever. Guys are jumping companies when their contract yeah. comes due, they're moving on. You know, it's, it's, it's all over the place now, which I think is great. It's yeah. like, it's like take all the wrestlers and put them in one bowl, shake it up, throw it on a table and you have your various companies sitting there and which is pretty cool. And, and I'm speaking pure K. I mean, I'm, this is just wrestling creative only. When I say he ditched you, you could theoretically say, what wasn't I good enough? What happened? You know, type thing. And that builds the angle to Arn versus Cody. And, uh, you know, I was your co good enough to be your coach until I wasn't. And I, just like a Rhodes to turn on an Anderson. Uh, I mean, come on. Yep. In reality, anytime you make a decision for your family in this business, it can't be the wrong one. If it's, oh, the, it's, if it's the right thing thriving. for your family. He's thriving, man. You could know? you imagine? Could you imagine if he was wrestling Roman WrestleMania main event, and it is time to fulfill his destiny, which has been the story, right? Yes. What if he hit three or four of those finishes of his to where Roman was just incapacitated? It was enough heavy-duty stuff that I'm buying in that, damn, this is it. He's going to do it. Never trust an Anderson. I love it. I love it. Cody, if you're listening or watching, don't forget Arn, baby. Don't forget Arn. And there's a new member of the, what is Roman's crew called? The Bloodline. There's a new member of the Bloodline. They oh. know, all the Island boys know how fond of them I am. And boy, wouldn't that be the betrayal of all betrayals. Mm. I'm watching. I'm tuning in. No doubt about it. Oh, so good. Uh, Not in a trillion years would that happen, but that's, <laughs> that's fantasy booking at its worst or best. I don't know. Hey, this is your show. We can do, you can say and do whatever you want. I'm all, I'm here for the Arn Anderson fantasy booking. Well, so. we started, you know, on who would you, who would you wrestle? Yeah. You know, now if you could, it's Cody. There you go. Cody I and mean, Arn. I, I mean, there's just such, yeah, there's just more than anything. There's just such a history. And I always there did. Is. I really, I always did a ton. 
I love helping Dustin come along when he was in his early stages and, you know, see his growth in the business. And, uh, you know, same thing with Cody. When Cody was with Randy and uh, DiBiase, they were great. They were great together. And I had a lot of their matches. I loved it. You talk about admiration for you. And I've heard Cody over and over talk about his admiration and respect and, and love for you, Arn. It's just, it's, it's incredible. The, the, again, and we're going back to what we said earlier with the undertaker, the impact that you've had on this business and the guys that work in the business and the respect and the reverence that they have. And he's another one that feels that way about you. It's, 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 it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, as uh, Gerald Briscoe says, before the, the headphones pop off, uh, we are going to continue on with the, the questions. Another newcomer, Derek Payne, Arn, what title that you never won would you have enjoyed having a run with? Any championship titles that you think you would have had fun kind of running with? We know you were that TV champion for so long. Well, I had the tag belts. Yes quite a few times and I had the TV title quite a few times. I don't really feel like I missed out on anything. I don't, I mean, I held that TV title with reverence, you know, because you're out there every week on TV, 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes defending that title. And I felt like, you know, that was, uh, that was enough really was. I never felt like I missed out on anything. Yeah. And, and honestly, you were in WWF for a year, the whole time it was tag team. So it wasn't like you had a, a singles role or a run for the intercontinental or anything like that, you know? So it just wasn't, that wasn't your deal. You were a tag wrestler there. So well, and we, we were the first team that, that had ever won the NWA tag titles and the WWF. We were the first team to do that. That's cool. That's, that's, that's very cool. That'll last Obviously, now that will last for eternity. There you go. Because the options are not there anymore. Tim Angstman uh, has a food question. Our first food question of the week. We like the food questions. What are your favorite restaurants in Greensboro? I need some recommendations because I'm going there for Sting's last match. He concludes. Thank you, and Paul, love the show, and thank you all for your sacrifice. Thank you for your sacrifice to the wrestling business, Arn. Tim, thank you so much for for being a, a faithful listener of the show. Um, and he thanks you for your sacrifice on, but he also has that important question, favorite restaurants in Greensboro. He's going to Sting's last match. It was not ever. There was never a time that I looked at being in the business, a sacrifice. It was a um, pleasure, privilege, and an honor to be in this business. I wouldn't swap it for one day of anything else. Um, so sacrifice is not the word, right word, but I appreciate you understanding. And here's the thing with Greensboro. I always would drive back to Charlotte cause it's hundred miles down the road. Mm. I never ate there. Okay. Never ate in Greensboro. Can you believe that? 40 years. You know what? Now we're putting the work back on you, Tim, Tim, when you go to Greensboro, your job is to find a, a place that you really enjoy. And then you got to tell Arn and I about it the next time we post for Ask Arn Anything. We want to hear what your food choice was when you went to Greensboro. How's that sound, Arn? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I like that a lot better. And I'm sure if you're a bar, if you're a barbecue guy, I bet they got something to accommodate you. Oh there. yeah, oh yeah, barbecue, steak, even if you find you know whatever the case may be. Arn and I are all ears. We want to hear, and we hope you have a blast at the uh, the pay per view and Sting's last match. That's going to be a happening. They're hanging from the rafters, as they used to say, in terms of ticket sales for that event. Yeah, so. don't miss, don't miss that, guys. It's very seldom do you have something so special. Yes, you know, and and within reach. If you live anywhere close, and if you don't get there anyway, it's worth it's worth it. It's it's one of those special occasions in the business that only come along once. Well said. Mike Parker's up next. Do you feel the Lex Luger version of the horseman does not get the credit it deserves? It was a different dynamic than with Ole or Barry, and that Lex was there to get a rub and learn. But also, unlike the versions after 1988, you still had JJ and you still had Tully in the group. Yeah, I mean, the the purpose was to put Lex with us because he needed to be groomed. He needed to be protected. He needed to be taught. Because uh, when he got to Charlotte, he hadn't been in the business a long time. He had been in Florida for a while, but not not very long. He was very, very green, but he just looked so incredible. It was like a hood ornament on the horseman when our whole thing was ability and talent. And I'll just say it, the ability, everybody could work and everybody could talk. And when you brought Lex in, he had that look that he was just, I mean, who else had a body like that at that time? I mean, it was like the Greek God. Yeah, it was. And, uh, I mean, he just added a different flavor to the, to the horseman. Yeah. He became like what he became the heavy almost. It was like, and so, you know, you had Oli and Oli in his own right was the rock and you know, was the, the heavy, but now Lex is like more of that muscular ripped up stopper. Um, He's a yeah, stopper. Yeah. Yeah. He was a head taller than most guys that he would wrestle. His body was, yeah, it was damn near perfect, right? These are these are in the days too, when like back in the day, you're watching, you know, uh, Lou Ferrigno on the Incredible Hulk TV show and those types. So these guys like Hogan, the body was so important and it was impressive and it was awestruck when you saw it on TV. So it gave you that dimension to the Horseman. Yeah, I mean, you had you had the Road Warriors and some of these, yes. you know, barbarian these monsters. That I mean, they were all there were some big guys. Think about it. Oh yeah, you know. But Lex, it was a pleasing aesthetic look. You know, he just, I mean, good hair. You know, tanned. Always had a coat of oil on. Uh, a coat of oil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he knew how to polish up the product and make it the absolute best. He it was could be. polishing the product. I love your lines, man. Oh, they, he he get gets it. He got it. Yeah. <laughs> a coat of oil, polishing the product. Self promotion. Oh, he was as good as he oh, got. So good. Uh, Dow Kennedy is up next. He's interested to know if there was any particular point or event in WCW. When you saw the handwriting on the wall and you knew it was over or just a matter of time before the company closed its doors. 
Uh, as far as it was over as a company. Yeah. Like, where do you remember where you just sat there and thought, yeah, we're, we're curtains. Um, well, I think when guys started getting sent home and I'm talking high dollar players, you know, with no regard to what they were making and you had to pay them anyway, but there was such a, uh, Oh, I mean, it was such a confusion there at the very, very end. I mean, it really was. You could just, when they were featuring all the guys from the school before they were ready, if you remember that time from the power plant. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't their fault. My God, I mean, who wouldn't have jumped on a chance to be on TV and all that stuff, you know? But a lot. let's just face it, a lot of those guys were not ready to be on prime time. I started looking at that and going, I don't know how we'll dig our way out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And writing was on the wall to your point. Uh, Arm, I'm going to keep going at a, a pace here to get as many questions as we can. Mark B- Bishop. Excellent question. This is fun. He says, maybe it's a weird question, but how do wrestlers not get sick? Rarely do you see any wrestlers cough, have a stuffy nose, have allergies on camera. With as much travel in different climates, how do you stay away from colds? What's the magic? That's a that's a that's a heavy duty question. Isn't it? <laughs> it's something, but he's right now that you think about I, it. I never thought about that yeah. because I've seen guys in the locker room, you know, laying down, feet up in a chair head wrapped around their head with some of that Sinex and stuff going on. Oh, yeah. I've seen, seen guys sick a lot, but it's, it's like when it's showtime, I guess you just suck it up and get through it. I guess you don't see anybody sneezing. You don't see any of that. Anybody having a, you know, getting congested while they're out working and start having a hack attack. You don't see it. He's right. You really don't. Man, huh. never thought about that's that. Pro, that's profound. That is, that's something to think about. I can, I'll guarantee you I never sneezed in the ring. Yeah. Is that I remember? No, I've never seen you. I mean, and we watch all these clips. I've not seen you sneeze once. Profound question of the century right there. You got it. Wow. Travis. He, went, he wins the award, man. He does. <laughs> Talk about. Uh, so, so he said weird. No, that's an excellent question. Uh, Travis Babcock wants some more information about the hall of fame. He says, do you know what day and days you'll be in Waterloo next summer? Will it be just one day or will it be multiple days? And will you be taking part in any autograph signings while you're there? Arn, I feel like you and I just had this conversation before we recorded. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, were you in on our conversation earlier? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be July, right? Yep, July. But we're. And I'll tell you what's. I'll, let's just let's just let, let Travis in on and everybody listen on. Um, so Jer, Gerald Briscoe, let me know two guys' names that are kind of coordinating the event and that are going to reach out to Arn and I to tell us next steps as far as what to expect, when you know how to travel. Is there an opportunity for, for signings or merch? So we're kind of in a waiting period as far as our plans, right, Arn? Yeah. Um, but we expect to learn more soon. And that when we have more information, we'll share the information. Yeah, and I got a feeling uh, it's like a travel day to get there and 
settle yeah. in and there's probably two days of shows and then go out back home on Sunday, I would think. Yep. And Marlon, but, I but we're not sure yet. Yeah. We've never done this before. I've never been to it. And uh, probably some of you listening have been out there to see what it's like. So, you know, you're already ahead of the game in terms of what the event actually looks like and, 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 you know, kind of the itinerary, but uh, Travis, we're going to try to get that all locked down and, and figure out what we're doing. And we'll let folks know as we get closer to the event. If anybody was there in the last year, two, three, four, you know, that has some information that can help us kind of just be thinking ahead on how we're going to organize this, uh, uh, we'd appreciate it. Brian Haremza, who's a friend of the show, listening to our voices right now, his name's, he has a plaque actually on the wall and he goes to these. So I'm sure uh, he'll be able to share a little bit of information with us. Good. Good. So, um, yeah, it, it, we'll have a good time out there. Can't wait for it. New Year's resolutions are hard, but saving money is easy with SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket, but if you've got credit card debt, you can get rid of it just like that and skip your next two house payments. That's right. No payments until April at SaveWithConrad.com. The team at Save with Conrad are routinely helping families just like yours save five, six, seven, even $800 a month. Find out how much money you can save for free at SaveWithConrad.com. MLS number 32416, equal housing lender, SaveWithConrad.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, we'll keep, keep going. Hector Mesa has our next question. He said, do you have a favorite type of match finish? Examples could include the mega finishing move after a prior kick out of a finisher, a rough bump, a quick roll up after a competitive match, etc. Do you have a favorite style of way to close down or ending of a match Arn? Um, I am a big fan of both guys working their match towards their finish. Example, somebody's finishes a figure four. I love them working the entire match, trying to soften up a leg. The storytelling, you know, it just, if done well and sold properly, it just, you get reeled in, you know, and, uh, when you damage an area, you know, for me, a spine buster, if I got a heat on the guy's back and stayed with the back and the back was softened up, and by the time you hit the spine buster, which could come in preferably out of nowhere, the guy was already damaged. I love the storytelling part of finishes. Mm. No, that's good. And uh, it seems like a lost art, unfortunately, in wrestling. Uh, Doesn't have to be. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Epic is up next. He said, why do you think your humor and guys like you with similar sense of humor, such as Dean Malenko, 
never could translate it onto screen onto the screen television. I always thought of you as a top-notch serious badass. Listening to your podcast since day one, I realized that you have a very dry dad joke sense of humor, and it's wonderful. I wish we could have had seen more of that Arn Anderson presentation on our televisions. Uh, because I felt like, I mean, what you get here on the podcast is the me. It's the real me. Um, but I already, you know, I am a smart ass. And in the locker room, I was a big time smart ass. That just didn't translate to drawing money. If you're too funny, if you're too entertaining, there's not much to dislike about you. My mm -hmm. role was to be disliked, to be the heel, to be the asshole that you were willing to pay to see get my ass kicked. It just, uh, there's a time and a place to be funny and on camera's not it. But the good news is the podcast is. So yes. we'll keep, we'll keep bringing the, we'll keep bringing the, the, the dry sense of humor and the dad jokes as he calls it to the podcast yes we will try to entertain you hopefully yeah yeah good stuff hey great question that was fun uh mr epic heather whitley wants to know with your book finally coming out what is a story that is in the book that might surprise the fans i want to let you read it because when you read it you're gonna go oh god oh, and i'm wow. gonna leave it right there okay all right it's Heather, something that most people most people wouldn't share. Most people don't share. This one was it was important to to share to share. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Heather also wants to you to tell us about Aaron and Brock's reaction to you going to the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. They uh, were really happy for me. You know they they know more than anybody that. I've never held myself in a lot of esteem, you know, to the point of being obnoxious. Uh, uh, but I, they, they always, you know, it's, they're very protective of me, believe that or not. Um, and I think even Aaron is equally as, as Brock, you know, they, I think they look at my career now and they go back and, now that they're, well, now that Brock's an adult, but Aaron has seen, been there for all of it and the evolution of my career and, you know, being here this long. And now they understand the sacrifices that I made <clears throat> at the time didn't seem for them. And it was always about them. It was not about being gone was because I could give them uh, a lifestyle that I, I couldn't do any other way. I could be home and work in a job and we couldn't have the life that we've had. And, uh, it takes a while in this business to understand just how difficult it is. But now that Brock has been on those five hour flights and all the things, you know, the, the, not the early wake ups and all that stuff, you know, just to a degree, it's, it's only, I think more than anything, it's, it's, it's shown him the difference in today, the travel and all that stuff is nothing like it was back in, in my day, but he gets a little taste of, of it being difficult when you're sitting sure. at, when you're sitting, you get there at 
two o'clock in the afternoon for your flight at four o'clock. And at 11 o'clock, you're still sitting there because you've been canceled or delayed and you end up, okay, you're canceled. Now you got to try to get your bag. You got to try to go home. All these things that are difficult about this business that no one ever sees. I think, uh, you know, that it's made them more supportive. He now has a deeper appreciation and a deeper understanding for what exactly, not exactly, but a better idea of us and a sense of what you, the sacrifice that you made for the family, because now he's living it to a degree himself. Yes. And that's well said, cool, said yeah. much better than I could have said it. Yes. No, no, no. Well, I got to listen to you talk about it. And, um, I, have seen what you said. I've seen that in Aaron and Brock, as far as the protective of you, because you could, to your point, they have seen what it's done to your body. Um, plus I'm sure they love the fact that now at this point in your life, they get to spend so much more time with you than they ever have because you sowed those seeds and you worked so hard in your twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties to a degree um, that now you can finally be home and enjoy some time with them. And I'm sure they treasure it. I hope so. Cause I know I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, Nick lens wants you to remind us when you first met Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross for the first time, he adds, I love meeting you and Brock at fanboy expo in Orlando this year. So he got to meet you there, mm. uh, but he wants you uh, to remind us when you first met Tony Schiavone and then Jim Ross. Well, it, it's funny with Jim, Jim was, uh, working for Bill Watts when I first went there as me and I was there for five months and then I left and I went to Georgia championship wrestling where I spent six, seven months. Then I went to Pensacola where I was 14 months. I went to Crockett and I was there for three years, but during that time, Tony Giovanni was, would have been the first guy that I met as far as the announced team. And I think Jim Ross came along later. Yes. Do I have that correct? That's correct. Yes, sir. To work for, uh, and, and I just, the professionalism was incredible. And Tony and I hit it off right away. We were just, uh, he was a big wrestling fan like I was. And I think all of, you know, anybody that really excels at this business, was a big fan first. And uh, I could tell Tony was a fan. And uh, we've been friends ever since. And Jim, I've worked for. He was my boss, you know, with WWE. Um, I worked with him as him and just an announcer, obviously, with WCW and Crockett. So um, just, just respect for how good they are at what they do. As we've gotten to know Tony Schiavone outside of the announcer side too, you realize with his sense of humor, you can see how you two would have hit it off. And he tells stories about how you quip about him and all his literate kids and all the good stuff. And those, that had to be so fun. Yeah. I mean, poor Lois. <laughs> 
she spent the eighties on her back. I mean, come on. Uh, well, I can almost guarantee you she might've been on her back, but she had two fingers on her nose. <laughs> I'll get through this somehow. Damn it. <laughs> oh, so good. I Bless her heart. Oh, she is. Oh, sweetly. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, Aaron Sheen has a couple questions today. First, he wants to know who you really wanted to work with other than Kurt Henning, but for whatever reason, it never happened. They, they now know Kurt. They know now your go-to is Kurt Henning. So they want to know who else could have you worked with or would have wanted to work with. Was I that with. adamant about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we met him a few times. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just so easy to go to Kurt. Uh, yep. Oh, now we're we talking about as partners or working as opponents or I think, I think, is there just somebody that you've really wanted to maybe work with in either regard, maybe as a team or against that you'd never really got to. <sighs> Let me think. Hmm. Yeah. Throwing the old curveball other than Kurt Henning. Have I done DiBiase to death? No, I mean we've heard Ted, but that's okay. He said other than Kurt, so you're you're safe to go, Ted. I love the story how you drove his uh, Trans Am. My, yeah, myself, yeah, yeah, my yeah. Well, well, there was a reason for that, so he could break the cardinal rule of sleep. <laughs> but the, Ted, Ted, and you would have been an awesome tag team. That's what I'm. That in that capacity, I would love it. I don't, necessarily think we would have great matches one of us being the baby face because we're both heels yes i'd love to been partners with with ted yep oh big time yeah his uh next question are you a fan of the current product be that be it whether it's indie promotions or televised wrestling am i a fan of the current product wrestling period yeah Today, today, yeah, you know, I am. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm, I'm huge. At, you know, and I hope that whether you're a wrestler or a wannabe wrestler, or you're a fan, used to be, or just now being a fan, or maybe in the future you're going to be a fan, or whatever your tie-in is to wrestling. I think we should always, all of us every one of us should pull for each company to succeed. You know, we, I want them all to do well because I mean, that is the business we are in and you want the fans to have a choice. You want them to see the best possible product that you can possibly can. And you want all those guys and girls that need a job, which includes me and Brock and everybody in the business, you just hope for it to do well and, you know, succeed and be three or four, you know, you got all kind of different TV shows you can watch. If you're just watching TV, you have a lot of choices wrestling when it's at its best are completely different. The shows and, uh, that's what I hope for the business to have it thrive and uh, everybody out there that wants to get a shot at this. I wish that they at least get one day 
being in the business because it's the, like I say all the time, it's the greatest way in the world to make a living. There you go. <clears throat> I love what you said there. You don't want a carbon copy of the same show on every channel. You want variety. You want something different, something that looks and feels different. So, um, I'm and big, be successful. And, and but that's right. That's right. I we have plenty of companies. Yeah. We have a lot of Siskel and Eberts out there now. They're ready to be the, 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 the wrestling critics. But, uh, man, like you said, a lot of, they employ a lot of people, a lot of people like, uh, we're, we're still thriving, uh, working in the business from research guys to folks that are, you know, writing for the observer to folks putting on podcasts that are listening to this, trying to get their pie. So much comes and stems from the success of wrestling and the growth of wrestling. So you can only want it to do well. Uh, Aaron takes us in a different direction here. What's your Super Bowl prediction, Arn? Who's in it and who's going to win it? I know what I would like to, for it to be. Detroit, Kansas City. Okay. Uh, Brock is a big fan of, of uh, Detroit and that coach. And I think he's oh, kind of Dan Campbell. Yeah. He's kind of gripped to everybody. Yeah. And uh I he mean, seems he really like is. he'd be an Arn Anderson fan, Dan Campbell. I'm a Dan Campbell fan, I can there tell you, you that. Go. And yeah. I'm a I'm a Detroit fan, but I and I get a little a lot of heat about this. I'm a Kansas City fan. And here's for one reason only. They are so fun to watch when they're hitting on all cylinders. Totally unpredictable. It's a whole different pro football. I mean, fast the, break. Yeah. You know, they have so many, uh, they have so many weapons and they have, I mean, that quarterback, he will make something happen when there is nothing available. If they're if the weapons are catching it, and that's been a problem this year, they you're right. They are good. And Patrick Mahomes, you can never count him out. He's similar to Josh Allen, big, big old boy. Just ran over my team in the playoffs. Um, but you, you're right. I love Detroit. Uh, I, I love their spirit, their heart, what they're able to do after so many years of not even making the playoffs. You got to cheer for them. Um, so that's who you want to see in the Super Bowl. Who do you think will be in the Super Bowl? It's, uh, I think that's the one that'll be there. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that a possibility? So so San Fran goes out. You don't think San Fran, they're they're the number one seed in the NFC. Thank you for saying that because when I'm running them down, all the teams that are still in it and all that, and for some reason, like a goof, I forget about Kansas City. I forget about them. And you're talking about weapons. And pieces on that team that their defense, I mean, I mean, name it, all the weapons that they have, the receivers, the kid that we let get out of here. Yeah, McCaffrey, the running back. I mean, all those, all those guys are just, they got a hell of a team. It's just, it's incredible. You turn around and I think Green Bay needs to rebuild a little bit more. My God, they went off. They the did. They night. went off on the Cowboys. Now you and I are recording this early. This will come out on the twenty seventh, so we'll we'll know what's going on in terms of you know the next level of playoffs. But uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be my dream game, and I don't even know if 
if it's uh, on anybody else's radar, but it just from a story perspective, and remember, here's one of those facts. Again, these are the W's. Um, our quarterback and our Kansas City team has never had to play on the road since, since he's been with them. Yeah. They always had home field advantage. They never had to go on the road. And again, we're way early on this podcast. Stuff could have already happened, but as we record, Mahomes hasn't gone to Buffalo yet. So after this drops, he will have already gone. So we'll find out. We will have known what happened in that game. So it'll be fun. Yes. It'll be fun. Yes. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. Let me Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love football, as I know you do. And Oh, yeah. The gentleman that had the question, I'm sure he is as well. Aaron, yep. Uh, let's do another question, then we'll wrap up. A wrestling historian bringing in it again with this question. When did you know Telly Blanchard was your best tag team partner? Thanks in advance. When they first put us together, uh, we had been in a countless eight-mans and six-mans, and it was putting Rick with us for the star power. You know, we had been in a lot of those, not so much tags, and then when they whittled it down and let us ha- start working with Rock and Roll Express and some of those teams as ju- with just the two of us, he would just look at me and I knew what he wanted. Don't ask me how. Same thing with him. I would look at him. Uh, example, guys got me in the headlock. I would look at Tully, tap, my, tap myself on the thigh, shoot the guy off, drop down as he's hitting the ropes by where Tully is. He knew I wanted to catch him in the back with a knee. Not mm. a word was said. Mm. It was just sign language. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly, baby. You guys were just working together so smooth. And it just just clicked, you know. Yep. It really just clicked. And uh, that rare chemistry that you don't see very often, and uh, it really worked. He did have one more question and we'll wrap on this one. My second question for Arn, why, and you may or may not remember, why was the main event changed from edge versus Kane to a fatal four way at TLC 2010? Arn, do you have any recollection of that from 2010 edge versus Kane to a fatal four way TLC 2010? Was edge hurt? I would have to look it up myself. I I've, don't recall. I don't. I don't immediately. If I had some surrounding information, I might yep. be able to recall it. But I don't. I can't place it right now. Okay. All good, Arn. It's totally okay. And uh, and a, a wrestling historian. I know we we chat from time to time. Let me know if you have any background because we can come back to that one as well. But Arn, that's going to wrap us up for Ask Arn Anything for this month for January. We're going to do it again at the end of February. And don't worry if your question hasn't been asked. We're going to get to that. For those of you that are follow us on ad free shows. Arn and I are going to do a little bonus this month, a little bonus overrun of Ask Arn Anything specifically for you. So check it out, adfreeshows.com. That's where you're going to get some extra Arn content. And uh, so we love it. Buddy, listen, next week we're going back to your career, and I can't wait. Uh, We're going to talk about everything from May 1994. WCW's traveling to Japan. Rick Rude's uh, career comes to an untimely end. 
Speaking of ending due to injury, WCW will hold the last pay-per-view before big Hulk Hogan arrives. And then Slamboree 1994, a Legends reunion happens. And that'll all be right here on the Arn Show. Uh, guys, want to make sure we also remind you about advertising with us here on the show. You can do that by going to advertisewithrn.com right now and find out how you can be advertised right here on the Arn Show. We've been doing it for years. We have a super targeted audience, and we'd love to advertise your business. So check it out, advertisewithrn.com. Arn, thank you so much for doing this with me this week. Appreciate all our sponsors. Appreciate all of the... Everybody that tunes in every week, guys, tell somebody about it. If you're enjoying the show, if you got any suggestions, let us know. We're here for you, and we're here to just give you a behind-the-scenes look at the greatest business in the world. Well said. On behalf of the Enforcer, Arn Anderson, this is Paul Bromwell, and we'll see you right back here next week on another episode of Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.